And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 117 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. And we're back to a normal episode with all of us <sighs> in one room together. What are you talking about? We're totally live from SDCC. Totally. To hey, I'm putting this into the Wow, universe. Alex, what did you take? <laughs> uh, cough syrup, man. That was some good cough syrup. <laughs> a lot of Swedish fish, actually, have I consumed this Look, week? I don't, that's not funny. I don't want to talk about it. All right. Fair. <laughs> Fair. I had, I had a bit of an episode earlier in the week where I ate some Twizzlers chews, some some little red cherry Twizzlers, right. um, and it murdered my brain. <laughs> so I was out of commission for the rest of the week. Ow. Yeah, because I have this red 40 thing where it normally makes my heartbeat kind of funky and gives me a lot of energy, though, which is why I ate the cherry chews, because I was very tired. So it twizzled your brain. It did twizzle my brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's never done that before. Don't want it to happen again. Okay. Uh, Brian, how was your week? Uh, very busy, but otherwise just fine. Nice. Yeah. yeah? I, Did anything big? I feel like something happened this week, but I just can't remember. Well, I mean, there was I, one thing. I had to drop a ton of money on a contract for my house oh. to get some repairs done. Right. So there's yeah, that. There's that. Yeah. I got to the comic shop at like 1030 on Wednesday. Good. And Bill turns to me and says, Oh, your friend Brian's already been here. Yeah. Holy shit. I had to stop because I had, I had to go get my license Wednesday morning. And then I just stopped on the way in because I was going to be right by there right when they opened it in. That's yeah. what I did. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's very nice. Yep. So that's it. Nothing yeah. else big happened. Yeah. Nothing no. major. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's Brian's last year until 50. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Almost got by there. We're bowling Brian's already. I see how this works. Yeah. <laughs> start early, start often. That's right. Yep. Happy birthday, Brian. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'll drink to that. Indeed. What? I will too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for another year. <laughs> another one for mom. Well, do we want to talk about comics? Sure. What what would he do if we just said no one time? I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking about trying it, but then Shore came out, so. Okay. We would go with freeform whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Try me one of these days when we don't have 40 books on the list. Oh, something, some, yeah. something, something, Hawkman's Mace. I don't know. <laughs> honestly. But like, honestly, Whale though. vagina. I don't know. There's, I there, mean, there's just no telling, is there? If you have been missing fun animal facts on panelology, may I recommend Minds at Yerk, where I have an entire segment about oh, fun yeah. animal Oh, yeah. Please facts. do that thing, because it's not disturbing at all beyond the wombat poop. I mean, so far, only one of three have been, has been disturbing. All right. Although, when we recorded this week's episode, that's... Oh, God. This one in particular, you will hate. 
Oh, good. Just a fair warning. Oh, good. I'm yeah. so excited. I didn't pick it just because you will hate it. <laughs> you sound so excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that I'm really coming across like genuine about how I feel right now. <laughs> we should talk about Atlanta Comic Con, though. We should. We should talk yeah. about that. We did that last week. Hopefully by now you've heard that episode. Yeah. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. This was the first year of it. Yes. I thought it was kind of cool for for being a first year con. Yeah, it had a weird mix of like, it was kind of like a wizard world mixed with a dragon con. Okay. Yeah. It did not have, it did not have that hotel con feel. No. There's really, to me, there's, there's basically two different cons. There's like the convention center con and there's the hotel con. Yeah. And dragon con is unique in that it's ridiculously do it's the only thing that's that big that still feels like a hotel con yes but this it did not it it very definitely felt like a convention center con but yeah maybe because it was the first year and it was so small and like that friday before the big weekend Mm -hmm. there was not a lot of people there which made it feel i think a lot smaller yeah yeah it gave it it this like cozy feeling it did it did It was a lot of fun. It did not feel as sterile as a lot of convention center cons can. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's a good fair point. I liked it. And they made the uh, the the dealer's hall, the, the big exhibit room, they made it like a maze. So you had to walk by almost every fucking table to get through there. <laughs> I, I, almost, yeah, I, I dug like, that. Okay, here's the, like, I get at the super huge crowded conventions, you can't do that. Yeah. But like for this, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a lot of things that I wouldn't have normally seen. Mm-hmm. Just trying to go to the tables that I knew I needed to hit. And I'm not saying I bought some beautiful artwork, but <laughs> you know, I did. So that was that. <laughs> that was the one problem for me is just the way it fell on the calendar. It was like three days before my closing. And I did not let myself spend a dime. Oh, poor Alex. Next year. Yes. Yeah. Next yes. year. Indeed. And any anything else on this week before we... Go to comics? Uh, I'll probably think of something if you want me to. I'll keep us from talking about comics, even though we have 40 books. I'll do this. Uh, Oh, I know what I can tell you. (laughs) No, I found this out this morning. So I told you I met with the guy, the contractor that's going to do work on my house. Right. So he came in and like I was writing him a deposit check and he was just kind of looking around. He was like, oh, are you into comic books? You're like, no, I was like, I was like, not at all. Yeah, actually, I think I think he is exact word word. So, do you like Marvel or do you, you know DC? I was like, I, all everything. Yeah. He was like, oh, and so I was like, oh yeah, I do a podcast. And he was like, oh, do you know a character named Two Rock? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, the video game. I was like, oh, uh-huh. he's like, yeah. Um, I was the model for that character. No shit. Then. I was like, what? holy crap! Like his friend was like doing art design work for yeah. covers and stuff, and video games and stuff, and like hired him. Huh. Yeah, that's I was like, cool oh my shit. god, that's kind of crazy. And you look a little footist, a little yeah. like you're schwitzing a little at this one. Maybe. Just thinking about those abs. Maybe, yeah. maybe think. But it was more those glutes, though. It was pretty funny. He was like, he had a, he because like all, I guess all his friends are not into any of that kind of stuff. Aww. So he was like, he was like, I never have anybody talk. <laughs> so, so we sat there for like twenty to thirty minutes just talking about comics he can't and be movies. Be the awesome and... model for Torak <laughs> right. around them. Right. Wait a minute. You didn't. You didn't tell him about the show, did you? Of course, I told him about the show. Okay, you may need to cut the hole. No, <laughs> really. If I cared about somebody hearing you talk about their glutes. <laughs> 
Look, if they're aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> they are what they are, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Thrilling adventure hour, number one. Speaking of aesthetically pleasing. I could keep playing this game, but this episode would be six hours long. Uh, I, I like how he says that like it's not going to be anyway right. with the number of books we have this week. Uh, it's not. I know. So, Jen. Yes. What did you think of Thrilling Adventure Hour? I fucking loved it. It had the feel of the show. It was so great. And now I will grant, I imagine they all probably look like their voice actors, but if I'm being very honest, Paul F. Todd, because it's the only one I like see a lot because yeah. podcast voice actors. Yeah. His character looked just like him. Oh, yeah. And was appropriately stylish. Oh, yes. Yeah. I liked that decision. Yeah, I like that Paul F. Tompkins is also that person, pretty yes. much, like, as far as style is concerned. I I heard him on uh, uh, Go Fact Yourself a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah? And it's... I don't think I've heard him on anything in a little while. Like, in the time since I started watching uh, BoJack Horseman. Mm-hmm. Because it was just an hour of... Well, no, this is just Mr. Peanut Butter to me now. <laughs> I am listening to Mr. Peanut Butter on this podcast. See, nice. and every time I hear him on something, it's he is Frank Doyle. Yeah. Period. See, I need to go back and listen to more Thrilling Adventure Hour now just to see if I hear Mr. Peanut Butter in that. <laughs> I hope not. I hope you don't. No. But he did teach me an important fact about chickens. You gotta give him that grain. You do. Yeah. You do gotta give him that grain. Uh... That's not Thrilling Adventure Hour. No. It's going to be one of those episodes. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. So this is, I don't, and I haven't like, I've been trying to keep my brain out of what they're going to be doing with this book. If it's going to be all of the shows or just. I really don't know. I know this is not the first Thrilling Adventure Hour. Adventure right. Hour. I can speak like a human comic. In fact, there's one that's getting a reprint soon. Is too, it the Sparks Nevada one? I think so. I think it is. Um, I know this is like an 11 issue series. Okay. So my guess is it's probably maybe two of them tops okay. to give them each. That'd be cool. Time to get through. Maybe three, but. So if you haven't ever listened to Thrilling Adventure Hour, what's wrong with you? Um, it's a great, great show. It's how I got into podcasts between that and Welcome to Night Vale. Mm -hmm. um, but this comic specifically is about one of their, their, skits that they put on um thrilling adventure hour is presented as a live performance usually in the style of an old radio show correct like old bbc drama um more sort like, of yeah more like more like your your flash gordon oh so like your, the old serial radio yeah. serials yeah. Yeah, okay yeah, yeah. okay and the way they do it is at least as they release them they'll release like an episode of this character, then an episode of that character, then an episode of these two characters. So like an old serial. Okay. Yeah. Cycle yeah, through right, yeah. on their feet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this is, like you're saying, one specifically of those. Right. And it's of Frank and Sadie Doyle, who are socialites. Clink. Clink. Um, they're socialites. They are, <laughs> they're ghost hunters. Yeah. They, they hunt all these different supernatural beings. Yeah. They're ghost hunting lushes. They are. And they are my spirit animals. Uh, Sadie is um, all about some aesthetics, if you know what I mean. Uh, Frank is all about Sadie. And they're both all about I know whatever what that drink. Means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they're both all about their booze. Their booze a haul. Clink. Clink. Wow. Um, yeah. And in this one, I guess this has to take place before anything in the radio show. Okay. 
uh, because in this one, Donna and Dave are, are newlyweds. The, the Hendersons are newlyweds, and they're they're house hunting. So I don't want to spoil it by telling you what happens to either Donna or Dave, but shit goes down. Um, in Soviet eventually. Russia, house hunts. Yeah. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Actually, in a series like this, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't. But it was very good. They end up touring a haunted house because oh, somebody knocks on their door. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And they did the, the, the classic gags that they always do where Sadie just goes and starts listing off of a bunch of random fucking shit anytime somebody <laughs> says, do you know what this is? It was great. It was super awesome. Ben Acker and Ben Blacker just yes. the bee's knees to me. The bee's knees? <gasps> oh, a bee! <laughs> oh, no! That's, that's great, Brian. Have you heard the show? Nope. That's... That's perfect. You're perfect. That's perfect. It's that birthday magic. It yeah. is. That Brian Baker birthday magic. That's right. I'm a all, about, I'm all about those bees. bees. <laughs> all about those bees. No trouble. Um, <laughs> Dork. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. That, that, you are Sum correct. Up. <laughs> the Flash. Ah, and there it is. Number 50. Uh, wow, holy shit. That's last week's book, right? This it is, is okay. a last week yeah. book. We're going to have cool. a few last week books. Pepper. Not a lot, yeah, yeah. but there's about three or four that we want to cover. Yeah. But um, this, one, this one needs to be talked about, right? This one does. This is the end of Flash War. This is, a thick, I think, in a lot of ways, like the end of everything Williamson has been doing for the first two years. With a few plots, that he, a few threads that he's introduced recently to kind of push him forward. The other thing is, I, I, and I, I am not sure how concrete this is, but potentially Flash has yet again done something that has completely and totally altered the landscape of the DC Well, universe. we'll get there. We'll get there. I want to save that for spoiler talk. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, save that, Brian. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going into what it was yet. Because I'm, yeah. I'm going to need some yarn. <laughs> yeah. Um. But we get the conclusion of the Flash versus Wally versus uh, uh, Hunter Zolomon. Thank you, Zolomon. I always want to say Thon first. I'm like, nope, not Thon. Zolomon. Yeah. Uh, and there's not a whole lot I think to get to before spoilers. Do you have anything? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're gonna not talk about spoilers, you just kind of covered it. There's, yeah. Yeah. And we're moving moving on. We're, next, we'll be moving past that story yes. and that whole thing. But the landscape has shifted a bit. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, then. Yeah. So there are three major things that happen in this issue. Three big spoilers, yeah, to talk about. One is the return of a character. Oh, man, you're going to start out with that one? Okay. I was going to start with, yeah. with Bart. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Not my conspiracy corner. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I knew what he was saying. Yeah, this is the the last right. page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is not the last page. No, nope. no, you're right. Yours is. You're right. Okay, fair enough. Bart Allen impulses back. Impulses back. Nobody nice. knows it. Except him. Well, yes, Bart. <laughs> really? Hey, it is a comic and book. That bears saying. And all one. of us. <laughs> That's fair. Um, still not Max Mercury. That's all I'm saying. Um, nope, but it does lead uh, to thoughts of, hmm. What's going on with everybody else? Yeah. Yeah. The next thing is that Wally and Flash 
break the speed force, which we learned in the last issue gives access to a couple of other forces, the brawn force and the There's, mind yeah, force. Yeah, the, like the strength force yeah. and the... And the mm. Yeah. Basically, there's speed, there's strength, there's mind, and then there's also that we've seen in the Justice League book, the Still Force. The Still Force. Okay, so they're like building their own. Never mind. We're going to keep sort of like Lantern Corps. Yes, but... they're well, building their own emotional spectrum with flash speed force force powers. Not even where I was going. But <laughs> but oh, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, <laughs> we learn the blues and, and the reds. And the... <laughs> I don't know where we're just going. Come just... In, just come into my mind for a second. Um. <laughs> Um, but we learn something new about the, the consequences of their breaking the speed force. They can't time travel anymore. And not just like no one, no can speedster, time, no one in the, no, no speedster can time travel is what it says. Okay. Like I read that as the time, like time, cause they can't reach hyper time, which means time travel is not possible in the DC universe right now. Uh, I don't know. They explicitly say speedsters. Okay. Okay. I was going to say that would explain why Booster Gold just sticks around for the Heroes in Crisis stuff. Well, also, his around. mind is, like, broken. Oh, yeah. Batman. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. A whole He's a patient, so... It's a whole different discussion, but yeah. Um, At the very least, Barry can't go fuck shit up anymore. <laughs> and neither can Wally, yeah. Yeah, but or... his track record's a little better. This this arc notwithstanding, and he yeah. actually didn't do that much. I think you do it once, you've pretty much just fucked up, period. Everybody gets one. No. No, everybody gets two. <laughs> you get one, then you get to go fix it. The third thing, which is bordering on Alex's conspiracy corner, we see in the future, in the, the prison that has been part of what's been going on, a character released, a character who is broken, who breaks out, an inmate named Crisis. Boom. And there are a lot of theories online as to who Crisis could be. Is it Superboy Prime? Is it the Monitor, the Anti-Monitor? And now we but, I don't I don't get these people. But, I don't get these people. And now I, we now we enter. I have Alex's conspiracy corner. And by way of Jen's conspiracy corner. Yeah. Same, well, no, yeah. I mean it's the this, corollary. Yeah, yeah we, we can call it corollary. Yeah. There is a Jin's Conspiracy Corner moment in, it might have been a last week book. Was Hawkman this week or last week? It was last it week. It was last week. Or no, Plastic Man. Plastic, it was also yeah. last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, in 2001, Stanley wrote a series for mm. DC called Just Imagine Stanley Creates the DC Universe. Mm. Just Imagine. Just Imagine. In which he makes like different versions of classic DC characters. There's a like, Bat monster that is Batman, et cetera, et cetera. I have not read any of this. I just, for whatever reason, it stuck in my head that there was a character who exists as part of this named Crisis. We only ever see this character in silhouette, but he has the exact same build as the Crisis from this book. Hmm. I think it is that Crisis. Hmm. That would and be interesting. You made a comment to me when I asked you, hey, Jen, have you read this? Can you confirm this or not? That there was some kind of glyph. Yeah, it's the the Inca hawk runes. And there is a, like, glyphy logo thing on his cage that I've ordered a copy of this mm. and should be able to confirm or deny whether it's the same one. Mm. But, but it is... Yeah, I don't have the copies of that anymore, so I can't tell you. I, 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 which, this leads into, you know, my 
postulation a little while ago was now that the source wall is broken and mm-hmm. all of this stuff that was beyond it is out that, that literally everything DC has ever yeah. done, the tangent universe, like every well, else worlds, every, everything now exists out there. Well, and somewhere, right. And earth eight, and I the, think and the Marvel universes, mm-hmm. I think it's earth <laughs> yes. eight yeah. on the multiversity map is the Stanley earth. Okay. So there is precedent of DC acknowledging these characters in the last few years. There you go. Uh, also, I loved Scott Snyder's, should I just go troll people wearing the fucking Marvel shirt? I'm like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Don't hurt me like that, Scott. So yes, that's that's my theory. I think this is the Stan Lee crisis character, and I just needed that on the record so I can hopefully feel smart later or just never mention it again. One of the two. Well, mm. we'll find out. We mm. will. Mm. This week? Uh, probably not this week. Uh, This week is like the Flash War aftermath dealing with Wally and where he ends up. I'm Bart, probably, yeah. I'm I'm getting, it's pretty, I think it's supposed to be pretty Wally specific. My guess is this is like Wally setting up his role in Sanctuary. Cool. Um, there's apparently a super creepy Sanctuary cruise at SDCC. Did you guys hear about this? Mm-mm. No. Uh, Tom King led this cruise, and you can find pictures online of like Mitch Garrods and uh, Clayman in the Sanctuary masks and robes, and all of the journalists who went on the on the cruise were given these robes they were like sized for beforehand. And- <laughs> Was... Oh, <laughs> that's terrifying. Cult- the pictures I'm telling you what, like, would you go attend some sort of cultish type ceremony by a comic book? Com- like, I would yes. just have to think, like, uh, this just worries me that these either either a these people are just way too into this and shit might go bad, or b holy shit, this stuff turns out it really is real and shit goes bad. Either I do way. think the goal was more spa than cult, but once you <laughs> add golden masks to your uh, robes, yeah, exactly. I want you to know that I would not read from the book, but I would do this thing. So, yeah. I would read so, from the book while doing this thing. <laughs> so now we know the way you tempt Jen is with spa, not book. Well, if it's the right book, as long as it's not bound in human skin and probably bleeding, it's fine. Hey, so for like just badger a, skin. Oh no, this is super easy. Aww, you just put a glitter sad. cover on. It. Oh, <laughs> all right. God damn it, Brian. Yeah, all right, fine. That's how you in the world. Hand me a book of human skin with a glitter cover. Not with a bang, but with some glitter. <laughs> I love it. Uh, hey, Jen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's, I think, an appropriate segue. I don't know. I've still only watched the first episode. Tell me about the Stranger Things Ashcan. <laughs> See, you can read this after having watched just the first episode. At least this one. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is basically chronicling Will Byers' time in the Upside Down. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh... And it is written like an 80s comic book, but better... <laughs> it's, it's written like Fair. somebody today is trying to write an 80s comic book yeah um so it's got all those narration blocks and everything but they're super short <laughs> they're not like i'm gonna tell you everything that's gonna happen on the page and then it's gonna happen on the page and then i'm gonna tell you what just happened on the page hey. so it's really good um it's really it's really brief narration it just occurs to me that 80s comics and 
like paragraph what they writing tell you to do. I was going to say, or I was going to say what they tell you to do is like a demonstrator for software. Oh yeah. Okay. Exactly. So like, tell them what or, you're or, tell or them how they teach you to write paragraphs in English. Yeah. 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 That's, that's yeah. how they taught us in like elementary school, mm-hmm. how to write paragraphs. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to move on, though, because that's going to turn into an hour-long rant by me on how they teach writing in American oh, schools. yeah. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's not. Please tell me. So he's this is Will in the Upside Down? Yeah. Please tell me he runs into Barb. Not yet. Okay. Um, Barb. Not yet. Okay. Hey, I'll tell you my feelings on that later. <laughs> Would but you have it, backed up after you ran in? Was that, was that your feeling? <laughs> no, that's awful. <laughs> But also maybe. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Let's unpack Barb for me. You want to do that? Alex hasn't watched the show. All I know about Barb is that she ran against Archie for student body president. She did do that she thing. She did do that. Um, so she is the best friend in the show. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, everyone everyone in our world, in the real world, is like, oh, I'm team Barb. Go Barb. She's amazing. But really, she's just an asshole who's upset that her friend's getting all the attention. I get that your friend is like not paying as much attention to you. I get that. And right. that sucks. And, and it hurts. It does hurt. Yeah. But also you're growing up. So grow up. You can't be like straight up 100% all the time besties forever. People got to have lives. Now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, I, I can't help it. Are you guys just having fun? <laughs> Let the record reflect. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Brian, always. <laughs> always. Do this. Yeah. Indeed. So anyway, I am not Team Barb. I hate that what happened to her happened to her. That's I was going to say, no, don't get me she wrong. Don't she, don't that. That. <laughs> she don't deserve that. She don't deserve that. But and, also, and, I'm not Team Barb. And I've, I've got no problem with her like feeling like her feelings got hurt or any of that. Right. But, but like, talk it out. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I <laughs> flashes of <laughs> never mind. What I'm oh hearing, god. oh god, what I'm hearing is that perhaps her words and actions were a little too barbed. <laughs> yes. Let's yeah. let's say I get enough vicarious drama in my life. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Superman number one. Yeah. Bendis man. This boy can write some Superman. I know, right? What? You mean Bendis can write? <laughs> like, I I like his Superman better than I like a lot of his... Uh, not that I don't like his other characters, but, like, I really like his Superman. Yeah. Tell me what happens in this one, Brian. Uh, I, read, I read it early. Like, it was the first book I read last week, and <laughs> I don't remember Tell us what happens, there. Alex. Because I, I, I read, like, the last two Man of Steels, I think, and this one, and now oh, they're all so running blendy, blendy. Yeah, all right. so I'm getting some blendy. This one starts out with Superman in space. He's decided he's going to go find Lois and John and Jor-El since his communicator was broken in... Man of Steel, and this one communicator was a direct line to the ship, right. so it would its signal would reach the ship much faster. They were tethered, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets out to space, and just entirely coincidentally runs into an Eradicator fleet. It's like, okay, no, I can't leave Earth. Let me deal with them. Also, they are going to spend forever trying to figure out how the hell I caught them. Even though it was a complete coincidence. <laughs> um, so he goes back, and you see like this 
And I love the way this is structured. It's a series of like flashback montage scenes and practically a little bit what it is is if you're reading this but didn't read Man of Steel, it catches you up pretty quickly. Hmm. Well, he did the same kind of thing in Man of Steel. He did. There's actually yeah. really similar use of like light imagery triggering flashbacks in both. Right. Uh, which I, I like the consistency of that style. But essentially you have a panel at top of like him sitting alone in his and Lois's bed reading a book and like kind of staring off and then an exchange between him and Lois and then him again in that position. There's mm -hmm. like little flashback instead of just him doing daily thing alone. Oh. Uh, we see him back at the Daily Planet. His writing, well, no, we see him, we actually get the Fortress of Solitude first. That's what sets up the Daily Planet scene. Because the Fortress of Solitude was destroyed, the Justice League is helping him clean up his stuff and Hal being housed. They're like, the Guardians wanted me to make sure that everything is secure and that none of this is going to be a problem for anyone. Right. <laughs> Let the man mourn his stuff, dude. Come on. It's it's all good. And he grows himself a new Fortress of Solitude. Now his hangout is in the Bermuda Triangle. Okay, It's nice. this really, like, cool, jagged so, thing wait, wait. with these storms raging around. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Nice. So does that mean he can we can set up, like, a water elevator between there and Zabel? Probably. Like, it's right above it now, huh? Ooh. That'd be awesome. If he uh, <laughs> if he really needs to get their attention, maybe he can just give a Zebel yell. Um, <laughs> with a Zebel yell. <laughs> that one was mostly for Jen. I'm glad you appreciate it, too. There you go. I, I appreciate Jen not snorting. <laughs> I do appreciate that. You had that. to control that one. I recognize oh, that expression. Yeah. That would have yeah. been incredibly painful had mm. you done that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. Yeah, um, there would have been a lot of lemonade and tequila out my nose. <laughs> I meant for, I think he meant for us. We both have a lot of our drinks left. Mm. Catch up, suckers. Um, <laughs> then we get Clark just back on his daily grind, and he's at the, the Daily yep. Planet, and he's trying to write, and he's writing about Superman builds a new Fortress of Solitude that he stares at, and he just that's deletes stupid, it. No, yeah. that's stupid. No, that's just ego. That's dumb. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and he starts to get back into the whole fires thing, and he leaves a message for the, or he starts to call the new the new fire chief, and then gets distracted by John, who comes to pitch him the idea that, you know, Earth needs better leadership. I think you need to take a leadership role for Earth. <laughs> okay. Which Superman is obviously very against, but I think this is, yeah, I think this is like setting seeds for temptation for that for him. I was just thinking I would have been distracted by the new fire chief, so that was... Well, there's that. <laughs> well. Yeah. Um, yeah. something, something, something handling a hose. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Alex. Oh, that went to a place I didn't expect. Superman's dick? I'm not saying. <laughs> There's a reason he's called the Man of Steel. <laughs> don't, don't do it. No, 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 no. Sure? Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a whole different way to put out a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Brian, no. Come on, man. Oh. Mm, all right. This went from a really interesting fun place to play in to now sticky? I don't like it. Now I don't like this place. Why did Superman just leave this skyscraper in the woods? 
Oh, well, you know what's funny is you know that happened in the last run of Superman. <laughs> there was a building that got like teleported and it was in the jungle. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> Superman ejaculating on a skyscraper. No, no, like, no, I missed no. that one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I read all of that. I must have missed the schedule or something. All right, that's, oh. that's secretly what Second Coming is actually about. What? So that's secretly what Second Coming is actually oh, about, I was, right? I, no, I thought that's what Mendes Coming was about. No. Sorry, was, Those too- ads were a spoiler. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for them, Bendis. I'm sorry. Oh, but it's worth. I think no. we are too. I yeah, think that just we goes are. Just... Saying. <sighs> Gross. <laughs> Had to make those tequila drinks today, didn't we? Apparently. <clears throat> Titans number twenty-three. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, let's uh, move on to definitely a, soft, a topic that won't get me distracted. I thought you were going to say definitely a softcore porn. I was like, okay, tell me what version of Titans you read. Oh, I was just looking at I, Jim and Juan the whole time. Oh, Sorry. I thought you were just, I thought you were looking at the second variant cover. because. No, mm, I did not see that. Step on shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Drawing some Miss Martian mm. and other teenagers, Aww. which makes this weird. Stop not... saying that. Some of them are not teenagers. Yeah. This well... is not the Teen Titans. But some of them are. Some of them are. Some of them are not. Wait, are they Kryptonian? Martian, human, nah, all right, human. Donna's yeah, not a teenager. No, that's made out of stone or some clay. They're or all something. A, those are all adults. Raven, Raven and now. Gar are definitely not. Raven what? isn't now. Yeah, they de-aged oh, her. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, I don't... is Miss Martian? I mean, she's Martian. That's weird. Like that's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Timeline anyway. Yeah. But uh And I was specifically talking about Nightwing, so let's not get no, no, crazy Nightwing here. is like twenty three. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I'm talking about Donna, so let's get <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. Uh-huh. Um I really uh, like I like this new team. I like this so much. Yeah. I I like where all of these different characters are at. I like the interaction that they've got going on between them. I like um their hesitancy to trust Miss Martian. Mm-hmm. You know what it reminds me of when I say this in the best possible way? It reminds me of a really solid X-Men book. It kind, Which you, I think you know, I compared I the special that. to, too. Yeah, you did. It's got a solid X-Men vibe that I really like. I can totally understand that. And it's little moments in it that do it. Like, Gar going to the, the kid they're trying to take down and just identifying with what's going on and talking to him and Raven stands everyone down and then, you know, okay, maybe she put some of Gar's thoughts and emotions in the other guy's head so they'd get along a little better. <laughs> but it was Gar doing the work. You know what I was going to say? That, that was the other thing is I like Raven and yeah. I like the role she's taking. Like Raven as co-captain? Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of works. I like okay. it. Yeah. And like, here's the thing. She's like making decisions and going with it and not like either asking. I mean, yeah, yeah it like it works. Or Dick is the Batman style platter and she's more well empathetic and more humanistic. So, and... but like reverse empathing is totally going to blow up on her, right? Because oh, of course, at some point it will. still not. A... That's a weird gray area. It has to at some point. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, the nature of storytelling yeah. well 
Yeah. Eventually, it has to go wrong. I mean, you, yes. You've read comic books, right? <laughs> Let's not even joke. Let's no. not even joke on that one. No, I have never read comic books. <laughs> what are these comics books? Do you mean like Kathy? <laughs> that's, yes, that's what I mean. Still solid, though. Ack. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Titans is very pretty. Titans is very good. Like keep yeah. If you dropped off of this and, and didn't care for the first run of it, this is very very different. Yeah. Give it a try. You can start clean with that special. Oh yeah, I would definitely read the special. I would read the special because it set, it does all the setup. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna jump off and am not now, and I'm very happy about this book. <laughs> I'm gonna let that joke go. <laughs> It's not a thing, Brian. Jump off is not a thing. No, it was, it was a joke. Other about than me a car. Jump, it was a, a joke about me jumping on. Oh. You thought right, moving on. <laughs> See, I told you to let go, but no. Got to dig. Got to dig. So this is the hypersexualized episode <laughs> of our episodes. Oh, How God. does that happen? <laughs> that's, that's kind of a really scary nah, thought. Nah, we're, we're not even near Cocktober levels. <laughs> Fair. Euthanauts number one. I have been very excited for this book. Yes. I've been talking this one up for a while. It was really odd in a good way. Yes. <laughs> um, I totally see how it fits into the Black Crown yeah. label. The setup here, kind of the way it was pitched was, this is people exploring death like you would explore space. Yeah. This book gets into, like, much more, in a general sense, much more practically how that begins to work. Not at a technical level, but in a sort of rules of the game, you meet what I assume are sort of your two primary characters, your two main characters. A woman who is a secretary in a mortician's office, a funeral home, a funeral home. And then a woman who is dying from cancer who clubs her over the head with her oxygen tank yeah. and then kills herself. Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. And the setup is the woman with cancer is going to explore death and needs to be dead to do it, but she needs someone who is alive who will remember her to tether her back. Right. And this woman will never forget her now. Yeah, and, and <laughs> no. like the other, the, the woman she clubs dies briefly, kind of, like in, in, enters that kind of gray area realm of death. Mm-hmm. And they have a you know a kind of a long conversation which where you learn all this, uh, but then is alive and comes back and yeah so now they are kind of tethered across the 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 threshold of death yeah yeah interesting it's a super cool book um, and it's worth it because it's also very pretty I think it's Nick Robles oh, is the artist I think so um, I have it in front of me Teeny Howard is writing and we're not going to talk really SDCC news until next week but I'm going to say this. Because I want to see Jen's reaction. Did you hear about the Marvel Knights announcement? No. So Marvel Knights is coming back with, they've announced Teeny Howard, mm-hmm. Vita Ayala, mm-hmm. oh, and shit. Matthew Rosenberg, oh, no. all writing for it, with heading up the imprint and writing as well, Donnie Cates. God damn it. This is like a dream team. It's like an amazing selection of writers who are doing oh, this. Those bastards. Damn. Yeah. I'm like, if I had handpicked it, like the only two other people I'd have added are like Mags and Jeremy. Yeah. 
but that is an amazing lineup. Fuck yeah. That's super cool. Uh, and I, I love the idea of like Donny Cates heading up a little imprint for... Samesies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you <clears throat> haven't read Euthanasia, you should do that. I very strongly recommend it. And if you like that, then you're going to get some more Marvel work from T.D. Howard coming up. Nice. Um, and Vita Ayala is the writer on uh, 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 Submerged, which we've also talked about mm-hmm. recently. Yep, just you talked about a couple weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. You have anything else on Euthanauts, Brian? Uh, I don't. I like I said, I really enjoyed it. It's uh, it, it does have that same really odd feel. Not like weird like Kid Lobotomy did, but that same mm-hmm. like super independent comic feel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, more insect imagery. There, there is that. That's true. That's... Um, and I really quickly want to, if I can find it, shout also out in another book this week. The colorist for Euthanauts because the coloring is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, you're right about that. Okay, I think Nick Robles may have colored it. I'm seeing not a separate colorist credited. I'm seeing a letterer, which is who <laughs> is Aditya Bidikar, but I don't see a separate colorist. So Nick Robles must have colored. He must it as have done well. it, dude. Yeah. All right. All right. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. And you know what a spider moves in with some bad guys. Also, maybe he eats flies. Look out. Here comes Brooke Spider-Man. Brooke Spider-Man. Okie dokie. Um, this was another last week book. It was. Can, can we have any discussion about this without spoilers? Yes. Um, we can talk about some of the details of this that... We're in the free comic book day issue. Spider-Man is living with Robbie's son. Um, and I can't remember names. I'm awful with and with, Boomerang. Yeah, yeah. And he well, knows it's Boomerang. He, yeah, they they he put, lets Boomerang move in so he can keep tabs on him because he knows he's up to something. Yeah, they put an ad. <sighs> they put an ad out and and Boomerang responded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And and Peter hates him. Like not yeah. not no 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 not like because he's a villain or anything, he's just an asshole. But he eats all of their chips, yeah. and is up all hours of the night playing Call of Duty. Oh uh, well, I kind of wish that like maybe he wasn't like maybe he was just a cool dude, and it's like why are you a villain? I have a theory. I think I I think I shared this theory with you, Brian. I think before this run is said and done, Peter is going to end up having to join the Sinister Six. <gasps> Because you see two or three members of it in this issue. Yeah. But also Nick Spencer wrote a Sinister Six book that would be like the perfect yeah. the perfect thing to do to Peter. Because the other thing this is about is like fallout of not even so much fallout of Parker Industries, although it's mentioned. It's yeah. part of it. But it gets back to the idea that while Otto was Spider-Man, he finished Peter's uh, dissertation, dissertation and got him his doctorate. And Peter is covering, as science editor of The Bugle, he is covering a a talk on a new piece of technology designed to catch plagiarism. Mm. Oh, no. And he just happens (laughs) to get called upon, which I'm sure is not just happens. I'm sure this is some kind of machination. Some kind of setup, sure. He gets called upon to be 
the uh like they're gonna as an example they're going to go oh and since we have an alumni here in the audience yeah. you know we pulled one of his old papers <laughs> oh, shit. And, and it happens and to it be his and Peter, Peter's like Doc oh Ox. that's awesome da, da, da. yeah and of course then peter realizes what paper it is and he's like oh shit nuts <laughs> and a lot of this issue is the fallout of that is him having to deal with he loses his career over it because they can't have a plagiarist writing for the paper yeah. the avengers are pissed off with him They've revoked his PhD. Yeah. Nerds. <laughs> uh, it's it's like, like it is, I, I mean, I, I, it's, it makes me a little mad at Nick Spencer for being so mean to Peter right away, but it's good storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would suck even worse if he got, you know, some semblance of a footing in the world and then that happened. I mean, yeah. To rip it okay. away. Okay footing. Not like Dan Slot big time footing. But... <laughs> no. <laughs> but then he'd just be doing Dan Slot again. No, so. but it's right. easier yeah. to come up from the very bottom than to come up a little and get knocked back down. Yeah. Just ask Trump Oh, you mean Wamba. Peter Parker? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, literally. Yeah, he's doing the right thing for Peter. Yeah. But this is why I think he's going to end up, because how do you go lower than that for Peter? Join the Sinister Six. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But, but, uh, here, here's, but here's the thing that I oh, like about it, right? Aunt May finds out about it because she's got a Google alert set for him before yeah. he can tell her. Yeah. Oh, so, no. <laughs> he's like trying to hide the paper oh, and all this no. stuff. Yeah. Turn off the TV, the news on the TV. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty shitty. But here's the thing. Back Peter, and like, look, this, I didn't do it. Yeah. I well, did. so oh. here's the thing is Peter was like, I can't even, I can't even like feel bad about it or anything. Cause although like, and he's like, here's the stupid thing about it. Like the, what this the the subject that this paper covers, I know all this stuff. I easily could have written a paper on this and done the work and earned it. But when I came, when I got control of my body and life back and found out that Doc Ock had done this, he didn't correct it. I didn't yeah. fix it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the shitty thing. It's like right. He had all this time. I just I just let it go. Right. Yeah. And so he he like just takes it. He's like he yeah. owns up and yeah. yeah. And it's not just he could have written it, it's he could have done better. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Spoiler Spoiler time. Spoiler time. Don't cheat. Spoiler time. Spoiler time. So part of this whole thing. Peter and MJ sitting in a tree. Yeah. All right. So it is what we thought. It is. Um, Yeah. All of this, all of this thinking about like what he hasn't fixed in his life and all this stuff. Like, and it's, it's almost un, un little weird because it's exactly what I talked about. Yeah. He has realized what, when he thinks about what really makes him happy, it's always a dream about him and MJ. Aww. And, and so he's like, if that is, if that really is what makes me happy, why am I not doing something about it? And the best way to rip his heart out will be to have them get together and then her find out he's joined the sinister six. Dun dun dun! I'm yeah. pushing very hard for this one. I can. You think? <laughs> I love this idea. So yeah, but Peter and MJ. How about that? I'm not against that. No, I'm not against it. It's yeah. cool. I'm more Team Gwyn, but uh, I'm yeah. yeah. It's all good. But I get it. Or Team Peter figuring himself the fuck out. Yeah, that. Or that more than anything else. Or Team Bobby. Yeah. 
I did. I did like the Peter and Bobby thing. Yeah, yeah. I did like that. That was never going to last. No, though. I know. <laughs> no. She was not going to put up with his shit for more than five minutes, and which is part of why I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made Brian read a book before we started recording because there was no way I was going to talk about it without him having read it. <laughs> and you need to read it too, Jen. I'm going to Jessica yeah. Jones number one. You may be wondering how is there a Jessica Jones book that they haven't talked about until now. Because it was announced on Wednesday and the first issue came out on Wednesday. Yes. Um, Surprise! Well, and that's how they tend to do their digital releases. This is one of Marvel's digital first books. And if you have held off on digital first books, it's time to stop doing that. Because there's a lot of serious push behind them. Um, And this is the... uh, We can mention it later. And I think we're not going to talk about it this week. But... um, this is two weeks in a row we've had surprise first ser- first well, issue of a series. This is a little us. different to me. It is. Because the, the, the digital first stuff, whether it's right. Marvels or Comixologies, they have made available on the day or within a couple of days of it being announced. What you're talking about is Die, 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 yep. which is a different and I think arguably more impressive thing. Yeah, I agree. Because it was physically distributed to comic shops yeah. and announced a day before it came yeah. out. Yeah. That's that's, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think you're going to see more of that. I think I mean, there's a lot of... Previews are great for planning, and I do think they have value, but they're not a model that's friendly for comic shops. I Admittedly, agree. digital sales through Comixology don't do a lot for comic shops either. <laughs> no. I don't know if it still exists. There used to be a program where a comic shop could like make an account with Comixology and you as a buyer could say, this is my comic shop, and they'd get a cut. Right. I don't know if that still happens or not. That was like very early in the days of Comixology. I don't think that happens anymore. But it was never might, something you know, they talked yeah. about super, super openly either. It's kind of like iTunes match. It exists, right. but no one ever talks about it. Mm. Um. But I think physical distribution getting Beyonce is is <laughs> probably something you'll see maybe a little more than than in the past. Yeah, but back to Jessica Jones. Back to Jessica Jones. My point here in saying all this is this is of a level of quality, as have been a lot of Marvel's digital first things. I'm not saying this is the first one to be. This is of a level of quality that would be an A-list release. Oh, on the shelf. Bar, yeah, hands down. This um, is amazing. It is also exactly the writer who I wanted to see take over this book, writing this book. We talked about it. Kelly Thompson. We secreted again. We did. Um, <laughs> I freaked out so hard when they announced this. I messaged everybody I know who gives <laughs> even the slightest shit about comics. I'm like, yes, Kelly Thompson, Jessica Jones. And Alex was kind enough to, to to tell me about this on Wednesday, which which was my birthday. Yeah. So I, so Alex like tweeted me the or texted me this and a couple other things, and he was like, "Oh yeah," and I forgot to tell you, "Happy birthday!" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I figured you knew it was my birthday when you gave me my present of of uh, of making me Kelly, buy Tom, of Kelly Thompson writing Jessica Jones in a new series. <laughs> I thought that was my present. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. This is so fucking good. Oh, this is. Like, and we already knew she could write Jessica because she wrote her in Hawkeye. Yep, she wrote maybe a little jokier version of her in Hawkeye. She did, but that makes sense because that was a funny book and that she was, was a supporting that was, character. Yeah, that's that was the voice of that book. Right? And while she is certainly still funny here, 
It is. It is Jessica Jones. It is. It is not the same way Bendis would write Jessica Jones. No, it's not. It's probably closer to the TV show than to Bendis. It is. I yeah. would agree with that as well. I think it's still funnier overall than the it, TV show. It, I'm saying that it is not a copy or ripoff of the character from the TV show. It is no. different than that, but it is closer. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite thing about it is her relationship with Luke. <sighs> the two of them are so, so good in this. And now I want to see Kelly Thompson write a Luke Cage book. I, She can just keep having him show up in this yeah. because it is pretty Pretty amazing. Um, the setup here, kind of the mystery in this one is Jessica walks into her office and finds a dead body. And then the cops show up and arrest her. Uh, so Jessica realizes as she's being interrogated, that this is a former client of hers who somehow she failed. Um, who was the rare client who wanted to prove that her boyfriend was a, cheating sack of shit so that she'd finally have reason to walk away. And who Jessica hasn't been able to find, can't track down, she looked for after taking on the case and just couldn't find her. And then Jessica gets shot in the head and dies. And that's the end of issue one. This this first issue is really two issues The first issues digital worth of issue is yeah. two comics. Physical comics. Yeah, it's 40 pages. So yeah. the end of chapter one is Jessica gets shot in the head and dies. Well, shit. Um, yeah, that's pretty much how she feels about it, too. <laughs> uh, I I love this so much. I'm just going to sit here and gush about how good this book is and how it is exactly what I, just, what I want a Jessica Jones book to be. 100%. Yep. Uh we learn that someone is killing other people and people like C-list superheroes. And maybe light spoilers here, Brian. Mm -hmm. Who is his victim at the end of this, who we then see is alive and well and fantastic? Oh, you're not that far. I yet. haven't finished it yet. You know that. Well, I wasn't, I, I wasn't sure if you'd kept reading while no. Jen and I were talking. No. I kind of don't want to spoil it for you now. Do you want to know? I mean, I'm going to find out in, okay. in about 15 minutes after we finish this episode. It's Elsa Bloodstone. <laughs> Elsa Bloodstone is in this, too. Yeah. And she gets, like, next wave style skull and crossbones when she curses. Oh, my God. I can't wait. There was another book this, that yeah, referenced this was, next wave. This, this was week, not too. the only next wave thing. What? Uh, it was Tony Stark. No, was was it in Tony Stark? Yeah. Yes, a Machine Man. Yeah, in Tony Stark oh, reference nice. next wave. Fuck yeah! Because the whole time I was like, "Who could this be? Who could this be?" And then it happened, and I was no, like, "New Mutants did it too." Boom, boom, and New Mutants last Holy week. Shit. That's what I was thinking of. <sighs> boom, boom spins the last issue of New Mutants. New Mutants sitting on Doctor Strange's sofa with with uh, what's his name, the dog, watching TV while everyone gets their oh, asses handed to goodness. them. It's hilarious. You, you know what Jessica Jones also had out. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Brian's quote of the week. Yeah, it does. Quote, quote. <laughs> so when when Jessica gets arrested, um, you know, they they bring her in and make her sit there. And she's basically the detectives finally come in and she says, you know, you know, you can't hold me here. If you're if you're not going to arrest me, then let me go. And they're like, are you sure about that? And then, of course, they proceed to have a whole conversation and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then Matt Murdock comes walking in. <laughs> 
And he's like, all right, guys, let her go. They're like, no, we need to. He's like, okay, y- you can either let her go or, you know, please let her go because I don't want to have to sue you because that's way too much paperwork and all this, <laughs> right, this whole thing. So they get out and <laughs> they're walking and Jessica looks at him and goes, so uh, why does it work when you say charge her or let it go, but it doesn't work when I say it? He goes, well, I say it fancy. <laughs> I also love the moment when she finally just snaps the handcuffs yes. in the middle of that. Yeah. It's like, you didn't have to break the handcuffs. Oh, but it's more dramatic. Uh-huh. And the look on their faces. Luke Cage and the basketball uh, players. But you mean the Zoolander moment? Yeah. yeah. He's like watching these kids. And he's like, that kid always goes right. He always goes he- the kid's got no left. Basically, this <laughs> like, whole book oh is one God. long Brian's quote of the week. It is. It's phenomenal. <sighs> so it's great. good. Uh, I could go on and on. <laughs> but you won't, because we're moving not, on. Because we're going to keep going. Uh, to a character who was in Jessica Jones. <gasps> the Life of Captain Marvel, number one. Yeah, let's talk about that one. Brian, did you read this one? I did read we this did. one. Nice, nice, nice. We have all I jumped mean, back on the Captain Marvel train. I mean, I was going to have to get it just for that art germ variant. Oh, but... nice. <laughs> hey, all right. hey, publishers, you want to know a secret to get Brian and me to at least try a book? <laughs> art germ variant. Art, um, art germ or... Uh, Stepan Shayek. Stepan Shayek. Yeah, and we'll real. buy the book, because that's how it works. <laughs> I'm reading Hawkman, because Stepan Shayek's drawing covers. <laughs> that's right. That good, good hog daddy. It's actually, bird it's actually pretty oh, good. Oh, bird daddy. It's Excuse actually pretty me. darn good, though. Excuse yeah. me, bird daddy. Anyway. Yeah, this was very good. Yeah. Um. So I like this book. Damn it. Damn it. And I kind of understand Carol a lot more now. Yeah. Damn it. Over, the, like, the past couple of years. Damn it. I. This is the most I have liked her in three years. Yeah. Well, and this yeah. is... This is... Marguerite Scott, is that the writer's name on this? I do you have it think so. I do not have it in front of me. I can pull it up. Um, who's been writing it, and I actually had one of the guys at the comic shop recently recommend her run as being actually very good and not having some of the problems we've had post-Civil War. Cool. Um, where is this book on comicsology? I have too many books. Um, it's probably under the seats. And I, you know, one of the things I really liked about it, it was a little thing, but I liked it. I like how they dealt with her and Tony's relationship. I was actually about yeah. to say, one of my favorite things about this is her and Tony getting along. Uh, like, no, this is Margaret Stoll. I think Marguerite okay. Scott is maybe taking over on the next arc or something. Okay. But, sh- like, that relationship was written, like, they're, like, they're great friends again. Yeah. As they should be. They're friends who have been through some shit together. Yeah. Well, and the thing I really like about it, kind of going all the way back to Civil War, my favorite moment in all of that was that Invincible Iron Man issue of the two of them at the meeting together. Yeah. And this, in a large way, kind of still taps into that. Yeah. It is still, in a way, him as sponsor and mentor and everything else as people, like, they feel a responsibility for each other mm-hmm. and i think that's a really great way to move forward and to move forward in a way that's in line entirely with both of those characters yep yes i would agree also um, carol's dad was a son of a tape all right but like she says that's not the whole picture 
Right. That's not the whole picture because she'd be, and and this is why I like this book so much because hey, I personally identify with it. Go figure. Um, if he was just the drunk asshole, she would get it. She would be able to let it go. But he wasn't. Oh, you mean he was a real person with like more than one dimension? Exactly. Because I mean, as much as I fought this for a very long time, but alcoholism is a very, very real, 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 real thing, and people do suffer from it. It turns you into a person that you don't want to be. Um, and I dealt with that a lot with my dad growing up. Um, not at first because he hit it a lot. I just want to say, we joked last week about the podcast being therapy. (laughs) But it really kind of is. No. Um, but. (laughs) Which is not to dissuade you, but. No. I don't. (laughs) I just. Look, if I'm not willing to talk about this shit, then I shouldn't be on this show. Sure. Um, Or you shouldn't talk about it on this show. Or I shouldn't talk about (laughs) it on the show. But if I don't talk about it on the show, maybe, maybe somebody won't hear it and won't understand. Yeah. That's good. Um, but I see. A lot of a lot of the shit that she talked about, I dealt with with my dad when he was alive, and then a lot of the shit that she talked about, I dealt with my dad. I've dealt with my dad for the past year after he passed. Um, it's hard. It's hard to know what the real dude was, who the real guy was. Um, it's hard to know what to feel bad about and what to love. It's really weird. Um, yeah, but this book really resonated hard in a lot of ways. Yeah. So part of the setup of this is is uh, she go- Carol goes back to see her family. Yeah. Right. And something happens. I'm not going to go into what or any of that, but something happens. So she ends up spending like months. Yeah. Nine months with her, which is not significant. It's not significant. <laughs> that's not significant. Say, that sounded like something completely. That's different. just how long it was. <laughs> although, although it is a little. A baby is conceived in this issue. That's true. You're not wrong, huh? So I guess it was significant, I guess but also not. Was. Okay, it was long enough for her hair to grow out. Yes. It was, which I I like that long hair. Okay, there's Dude. nothing wrong with that short hair. No, there's nothing wrong with short hair. I just like the long hair. Also, there's I'm one problem with that short hair, which was that no two artists drew it the same the way. same way. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's that. <laughs> that was the one problem. That was the one problem. But uh, yeah. Otherwise, it was very very good. And Even, so, like, so it's really her dealing with. Yeah, a lot of her issues is what this yeah. is. Yeah, her her family baggage. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. So although this may have some, this may refer back to some origin-y type stuff at some point during the series, I really don't get that with, that that's what this is going to be about. No, and reading the back matter, it almost sounds like this might be Margaret Stoll's last story that she has planned. Mm. Maybe. Like, this is the thing that is the last chapter and yeah. then move on from here. Hmm. Yeah. But it, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to yeah. go back and read some more Captain Marvel. I am, too. I'm going to go After back and this. pick up at the beginning of Margaret Stoll's run. Yeah. All right. Kevin must have been right. <laughs> Damn it, Kevin. Damn you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's also gorgeous. It is, oh, it's the super artist, pretty. Yes. gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can, becomes a living computer, and then no. falls... Like, we already did Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> and meets Zapruder. Look out. Magic Bullet Spider-Man. Magic Bullet <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Okay. So, this one might have gotten away from me. A little yes, bit. Think? A little bit. What rhymes with computer? <laughs> We're not sponsored by sponsored by ZipRecruiter, so that doesn't work. No. 
Get at us, ZipRecruiter. Yeah. Magruder? What? McGruff <laughs> no. um, the crime? Dun- no. This, um, so the, two weeks in a row, it, we get issues about Parkers owning up to uh, owning up to what they've done. Yeah. How about that? Indeed. Yeah. yeah. This one's just not Peter. No. 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 Ouch. No. My heart. But, was but, so... it, but it may be who my favorite character in this series is. <laughs> Yeah. I was so excited for Teresa and that made a movie. I was too. It was uh-huh. going to be adorable. Oh, did okay. Did being in the core burn away all of his nanites? The nanite yes. things? Okay. Uh, they so were too. shielding yeah. him and right. the idea was he was going to die because they'd burn out, but but yeah. he didn't. He worked so, fast enough. All right. But how did he get out in time? Gravity. He got <laughs> gravity. All right. That's fair, I guess. But he was in the court. And hey, right. you want to know one thing Teresa does better and, than Peter for maybe, damn sure? Um, catches, I would, people? catches people. Catches <laughs> <laughs> people. It, it would not shock me if there was someone who was still with the Vidomi oh. who got helped him out. out. Yeah. yeah, who helped yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. 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 That would not shock me that, after what happened. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah. Oh. This but, was yeah. a very heart touching episode. Issue. Damn it, Mike. <laughs> Chip keeps coming in with the feels. I know. Chip's got them feels running. Damn it. Good it's job, fair. Chip. Yeah. Good book. Read yep. this. Good book. Read Peter Parker. Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen. Okay. Does whatever a spider can. <laughs> so. Has some spiders, stalk her dad, and then. <laughs> well, she already broke bad. Oh no. Now she's Ghost Spider. I was going to say, that now she's broke a ghost. Down too. Um, yeah. This is the last issue of this. Yes. They've announced at least a one shot. I don't know if it's a one shot or an ongoing. It's not super. Like, they released a cover and said. There'll be more Gwyn. Yeah. But as of yet, they have not said how much more or who's writing it that I know of. Okay. All right. And mm-hmm. they have said in a press release, now she's Ghost Spider, which is teased in this, but not explicitly said. Yeah. They being Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, so- I liked I liked her like fight against having a new code name, because she's like, why would I have unmasked if I yeah. needed a new code name? It makes no sense. And it don't. <laughs> yeah. Is she staying in her universe? I assume. I don't, okay. I don't know. That's a fair We've point. We've got Spider-Geddon coming up, though, so who knows? Yeah. That's, well, and here's the thing. Like, it, it also makes, Marvel it, Rising. It makes it, it makes it, it, it clearly not impossible, but it does make it harder for her to show up with other characters and do guest appearances. Yeah. yeah. That kind of stuff. But for me, that's part of what makes the series so much its own thing it does is you get this constant reinvention of what would these characters look like in That's this true. world mm-hmm. you are correct i still want my punk rock x-men band <laughs> yes mm. yeah uh i have not forgotten that yes so what you what you guys think of it well you haven't read this one yet right brian what you think not. of this one? it was very good um i loved seeing gwen and her dad being themselves Mm-hmm. And her trying to break down his walls and tell him, you don't need to be this big, strong dude. And vice versa. But, but he's doing that to her, too. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, yeah, it was good. It was really good. The Bodega Bandit was really good. Oh, my God. The Bodega, Bodega Bandit. Bandit's back. Really? <laughs> he was very cute. Yeah. He seems to have cleaned up his act a little. All right. Yeah. A little. Um, 
And hey, merchandising rights are not always a bad thing on her earth. Yeah. Yeah, but she was very surprised by all that stuff, and I think I'd be having a problem with that. Well, look, there's the champion's version of it where people are messing with your IP and it hurts your image. And there's the Spider-Gwen version of it where... Yeah, that's a fair point. Her image was already kind of shit, so if people are liking this stuff, don't fuck with it yet. Like That's her whole point, I think, is this is the thing that tells me that there are people out there who are in my corner. Because there are people who root for me enough to buy my merch. She buys her own merch to wear, just to irritate her father. Yeah. (laughs) Well... I think it's necessarily uh, well, just, just to irritate yeah. her I would, father. I would say I'd buy her merch, but you know, I, I actually already have some. Yeah, so same it's, like, you know, it's... I got a whole fucking Zentai suit upstairs. <laughs> it's true. Thwip, thwip. <laughs> Spider-Man, hey Deadpool. Uh, hey Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Oh Jesus! Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man. Also, two Deadpool's double everything. Fools, look out! <laughs> double Spider Deadpool. <laughs> Yeah, so this is that episode where Alex sings all the time. It, it's an episode of Patology, yeah. No. I'm just so excited. We're back in one room. It's been a long time. <laughs> it has been a very it long time. Been way too long, yeah. Um, so we get the, I guess, final Master Matrix showdown. Showdown, yes. He's not gone, though. He's not gone. Um, And it deals a lot. <laughs> it actually deals with Peter's parents. Yeah. Which was crazy. I got caught up on two books this week. Yeah. On two of those books this did week. He so. ha- did he ask him about Teresa? <laughs> no, no. Just Peter's picking up all kinds of siblings, though. Fuck yeah, because apparently Master Matrix is a sibling, too, so there's that. Oh, oh I heard that wrong. <laughs> no, like, Brian. I was like, up. what? No, Brian. <laughs> Ugh, Peter Brian. goes home with twins in this one. No. Present and future Deadpool. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. They don't mind when it gets sticky. That would not surprise me at they all. They do a good, good twinsy double date. Yeah. Um, they they do a Saskatoon snowplow. I didn't see that part, but now I'm going to go back and look for it. It's the pages um, where the gutters are white. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Superman was here. <laughs> Uh, I, we did get to see um, Peter catch himself. And why is Peter's apartment building in the woods? I don't. Hmm. Well, we got to see Peter catch himself, which was weird um, because it was future Peter catching past Peter. But past Peter didn't say anything about how weird it was for the rest of us. And I needed him to address that. If he had, it would have been perfect. <laughs> Dork! <laughs> <laughs> oh. God. <laughs> anyway. It was a tense situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> really, really, the danger was imperative, though. So, <laughs> so uh, Peter had to. Okay. Anyway, yeah, what was I talking about? <laughs> Chameleon something something. Peter Parker something, the spectacular grammar man, building. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So this was the end of that arc. Yeah. It we, was good. We got to see uh, 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 LMD Voltron versus Galactus. Yep. It was badass. All right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, 
let's be real though, if LMD kinds of things were ever invented, you know, like Voltron and Galactus are some of the first things that are gonna be invented. <laughs> okay, just saying. Also, it was adorable. The ending was probably the most adorable thing that's happened this whole time. Mm-hmm. It was so cute. As old man Deadpool and old man Peter Parker are doing their thing that they're doing at the end. Old superheroes don't die. They just fade away. Oh, They have this wait, very... Wait, is that a Thanos thing? <laughs> no, that was the Adams family. <laughs> Thanos was in a book this week. It's true. He was. It was crazy. Um, shocked my shit out. Anyway, yeah. So they they share this big. I'm sorry, shocked your shit out. <laughs> you know what? Let's not think about the things I say and just let it just let that it go. Is, that is some new kinds of therapy right there. <laughs> Let's not think about the way that I form <laughs> the words that I say. Um, I Jen's not in charge like, of new euphemisms talk, anymore, right? or maybe you are. I don't know. It could be the most genius euphemism I've ever said ever. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> So they they have a very heartfelt and touching hug, and Deadpool <laughs> Deadpool goes from like shut up. Deadpool goes from like straight faced and and everything to like the biggest cutest smile, the biggest cutest cartoon smile, and he turns to Peter and he's like, "Too soon, too soon." Deadpool, too soon. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cute. And then they adopt a son together. Pretty much, yeah. It's great. Tony Stark, Tony Stark, Iron Man number two. Oh, I that Thank was. God. Right. I think he's run out of steam. Good. Tony Stark? Nope. No! Oh. Had sex with a weird aardvark. Now he is the Iron Man with his pal aardvark man. Look out. What Why? the fuck's iron aardvark man? Why did he have sex with an aardvark? Look, don't it's Tony Stark. I no, I need to know. Because it's Tony Stark. Uh, Something, something repulsor race? Okay, I'm getting. I think I feel those. Something, something coming out of his shell. <laughs> yeah, they're both known as old shellhead. Okay, I don't like that. Um. Anyway, I've listened to a lot of Hello from the Magic Tavern. Apparently, <laughs> I've listened tell. to like forty episodes of it this month. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you can tell. Um, it's a good show. So. Tony and Rhodey climb a wall and then blow shit up together. That's pretty much all you need to know. It's good, good book. It is a very good book. It's more therapy. This yeah. book is more therapy. Not yeah. for me personally, but uh. definitely for Rhodey. Yeah. Rhodey uh, comes to the conclusion that maybe he needs a stick in his hands. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like a flight stick, like he's. Ah, I see. Yeah. I see. I see. I see. Man, I love it when my neighbor plays really loud music. So oh, good. Yeah. Except, hope, except when it's not. I hope this doesn't pick it up so it just sounds like I'm a crazy person. Play that fucking much. music, white boy. Yeah, he tries. Um, yeah, this book, good. Very good. I like Dan Slot writing this. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking forward to number four when we get that good, good Tony Stark. Uh, Janet, Janet Van Dyne. Action. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Jen, you have been caressing your copy of something while we've oh, been caressing. Recording. Yes, caressing. Sure. Actually, now I'm weirded out that I touched it like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again. 
So the Adventure Zone graphic novel came out. Here there be Gerblins. Here there be Gerblins. Um, it's real, real good, y'all. It's got that good, good Carrie Peach art. I have so far only gotten to read about three pages of it because, well, I'm in the process of moving and have been... That takes up time, doesn't it? ...interviewing for new <laughs> stage management gigs and all that, but those three pages have been glorious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rest of them that I've read so far, which is probably only like six more, um, yeah. also glorious. It's not very different. Not very different. It's just different Would enough. Would you say it's familiar? But not too familiar. But not too not familiar. Yeah. Okay. It's a new craze. <laughs> and when they ask, hey, good girls, do you want it? You say... Hey, I want to. All right. <laughs> I, know, I know you do. <laughs> no. <laughs> but also no. <laughs> also you, very no. I do, I do want to read this. Though, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really good. Clint I, does I'm, a good job I'm adapting gu- it. I'm guessing if you're a fan of the Adventure Zone, like, you, yeah. you really need to get this. Oh, yeah. It, right? Abraka, fuck yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. You know what? We sh- you know what? Hmm. I want to read it with with some of my shots that I made for Dragon Yeah. Yeah. Just make like an Adventure Zone drinking game. Anytime Magnus rushes in. <laughs> yes. Well, Zone you would be done. Of Zone truth. of Truth. Between those two, you'd be on the floor. Whenever they call Zone of Truth, you have to drink a Zone of Truth. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Minty. And every time Geralt shows up, you have to drink the Geralt's gift. <laughs> I still think Jen's name was better, Geralt's Delight. Yeah, yeah you might be right. Yeah, It, it was it, thick and creamy. It, it doesn't make me as grossed out. How about that? Which one doesn't? <sighs> Geralt's Delight doesn't make me as grossed out as thinking I'm putting Geralt's gift in my mouth. <laughs> I don't know. Thinking about it being his delight also... Could be anything. Could be anything, all I'm saying. But his gift, that's one thing. No, I think his delight is also. That's got a real that's got a real ember and umber feel to it, <laughs> isn't it? It's a really semen heavy episode. <laughs> yes, it is. <sighs> one more than is it still good? Okay. Umbrella Academy, a hotel oblivion preview. Yeah. It's a lovely place. I can't remember. If I read the second volume. <laughs> I know I did. I don't think that makes a difference. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I think I did, but I just don't remember. Like two pages of my first thought was, need to reread this. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's been so long, I guess, yes. that I just don't fucking remember anything about it. Um, but this was good. Yes. Umbrella Academy is like, the thing that made me excited for Gerard Way doing Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. It is about this family of powered people and the one sibling who has no powers. Mm-hmm. And they're like dysfunctional sibling superhero team, essentially. Mm-hmm. One of them like gets lost in time and might have killed Kennedy. Is that? Yeah. Or maybe he tried to stop Kennedy's assassination. I really forget. Yeah. Something, that's, that's something, the, Kennedy the, dead. That's the volume that I can't remember. Something, something, dead Kennedy's. Yep. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this just gives us, it was not long. It was like eight pages, nine pages, maybe. Just a quick yeah, tease of, short. of a couple of the characters starting to be active again mm-hmm. and reuniting with like their old pilot and all of that. We don't really learn what Hotel Oblivion is or means. Not yet. Yet. 
but oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. It's good. Good, good space boy. Getting back in shape. Yep. Is it still good with Ooh. a couple of number ones peppered in here? Because this time. is just a heavy, heavy. It's <laughs> time. To wit, Archie meets Batman 66 number one. The uh, Batman the movie team of villains decides, you know, we can't win in Gotham because Batman has all these plans for Gotham. Why don't we pick a new city? We'll go to Riverdale. (laughs) Where we can smack people around a bit. They follow Harley and uh, Poison Ivy to Riverdale. Different continuity, but basically, yeah. yeah. Um, They send the Siren. Is that the Batman villain who can control men's minds from 66? Or the Mad Hatter. It was a woman. No, I think it was Siren. Anyway, they send this villain to to Riverdale to take control of men's minds, including Hiram Lodge. Of course. And Veronica's the only one who realizes what's going on. So she and Dilton Doyle hack the bat phone and get Batman to come to Riverdale to save the day. All right. Okay. That's sort of the broad. This is... uh, Jeff Parker, who wrote a lot of the Batman 66 run when it first started, and Michael Morisi. Oh, okay. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. It's it's very good. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Dan Parent is the artist. So it's got that like classic Archie yeah. feel. Which works well for Batman 66. There you go. Jughead the Hunger, number seven, Brian. Um, <clears throat> this, this very definitely wraps up this first arc. Um... And Archie and Jughead and Betty come to terms with each other, and then we get a surprise on the last page. Oh, my. Mm. Is it a skyscraper? Nope. Okay. No. Is it Frankenmoose? It is not Frankenmoose, <laughs> although Franken-moose. I really like the sound of that. That's like the next issue that's been solicited. That's yeah. their next major arc. That oh, snap. been talking about is Frankenmoose. Okay. Oh, shit, it's Kim and Kim number one. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. before, but yeah. uh, it actually came out this week. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It's very, very good. Go read it. Yeah. It, yeah. I've told you this twice already. We have. Why are you not listening to yeah. us? So listen to us now and go get it. Bye. Yeah. Yes. Kim and Kim grow up a little bit, but just a little bit. Just a little. And get a new mark. Yep. Yep. There we go. I did the rules of it. You, you did. did. You good. Ether. Good, good gin review. Good, good. <laughs> Ether, the copper golems, number three, Brian. Um, we finally get to see them close up a one of the portals to Earth, and we get a little bit of uh, interesting backstory about two of our characters. Hmm. Teenage Wasteland, number one. Oh, shit, more mags. Surprise mags this week. Uh, <laughs> this is another one of those digital first books that got announced on Wednesday and came out on Wednesday. This one is through Comixology, and its basic setup is, what if the Power Rangers were all shitty kids? (laughs) And it reads like Power Rangers, a little bit meets Magical Girl anime, meets kind of Breakfast Club. And what was my response when you said that earlier, Alex? Sploosh? No, I think I I said, they weren't that already? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What if the Power Rangers weren't? No, I'm not going to say it. It's mean. It's mean. 
This was a fun read. I really dug this. It's, uh... It's what read? I just described it as. It's, very good. <laughs> it's a fun read. And I recommend it if any of those things sound like your thing. Okay. Hey, Jen. Ooh. Oh, shit, I did a thing. I read a book. Jen. No. What did I do? Na, 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 na. Batman. Batman <laughs> does whatever a bat can. Um, Bruce Wayne gets jury duty on a Batman case and also deals with emotions. Damn, Jen, that was cold. Yeah. <laughs> cold as ice. Yeah. Yep. She was willing to sacrifice their love. <laughs> oh! I have a theory. I think Batman got himself on jury Ouch. duty because he feels like he was too violent against Freeza's intentionally. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think yeah. that's right. Um, either that or it really did just happen out of the blue, and he was like, fuck, I have to take it. Because or... I know. You know what, though? It, I like the insight that we got into the general people of Gotham from that, though. I thought you were going to say Batman's hatred of urinals. Hey, this is not the rules. <laughs> we'll talk about it in two weeks. Oh, 51, not number one. I'm sorry. I thought we broke the rules. <laughs> Batwoman, yeah, number that. 17. All right, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. That's so, so good. Batwoman, number 17. Kate and Renee Montoya reclaim some time. Nice. Yeah. And Kate and you have casting little, ideas for Renee. Kate gets a little yeah. help from her friends. Would have been. <laughs> yeah, um, I was I was watching Twitter for fan casting stuff about the show and everything, and and people suggested Gina Rodriguez from Jane the Virgin, and yes, need that, yes. need that, so much That's for Renee great, Montoya. Great choice. Yes, I'd I be down it. for that. Mm-hmm. That said, is Jane the Virgin going anywhere? Yeah, yeah. This is the final. Oh, the, the season coming up is the final season. Yeah, okay. because they wrote the story that they wanted to tell. Okay, cool. Did not realize that. Yeah. God, I love I love writers doing that. Me I fucking do too. too. There is speculation because of partly, not just on my part, although it was my first thought too, because they're doing a Batwoman TV show that this might be the Arrow's last season. Mm-hmm. Because they'd be very similar shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And someone higher up at the CW said they would only have four shows in that universe at any given time. It does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd be okay with that. You could still have those characters all show up on other things. That's sure. how the whole connected thing works. Right. Um, Brave and the Bold, Batman and Wonder Woman, number six, Brian. Uh, this is the this is the final issue of this, and um, we get, I mean, a resolution to how it all wraps up. Cave Carson has an interstellar eye, number five. Brian. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Cave and Chloe and the team crash a concert uh, and make the best of it. Nice use of consonants in the first half of that sentence. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Deathbed, number six. So much old, old man dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and you, you don't mean 90-year-old Dick Grayson, huh? No, this is not Nightwing the New... Well, I guess he wasn't 90 in Nightwing the New Order. Nope. No, you jerk. (laughs) Ageist. Hey, hey, as someone who turned 49 this week, I am very offended. (laughs) Brian, you better cover those grays. Alex will kick you off the show. I think I have more more gray than Brian does by far. You do. I'm all Reed Richards up in here. (laughs) Hell no, I age well. (laughs) (laughs) 
And, and I gray know. isn't well. Now who's I mm, just mm, mm, Brian? Hmm. I got some grays. Do I need to go dye them? Nope. Brian. Although I tell you what, after the whole house, I think there's a whole hell of a lot more in my beard. <laughs> I bet there are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Next. Oh, you mean you don't want to sit here comparing gray hair? That's not how you. Want to... I mean, it, yeah, that's, <laughs> say... it, if that's what you're feeling, man, go for it. All right, then. Future Quest presents number twelve. Oh, <laughs> this is a really, really good Frankenstein Junior story. And, nice. And the last issue of uh, Future Quest presents. Oh. Yeah. Green Lanterns number fifty-one. Ryan. Um. Shit goes bad around the whole fucking universe. <laughs> Jesus. Justice League number four. Shit goes bad around the whole fucking universe. <laughs> Challengers number three, Brian. Uh, shit, shit goes, goes bad. bad around the. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. Uh, but this would be an excellent entry in Jenna's conspiracy corner. Oh, no. The new, new team goes after uh, one of the last pieces that they need to rebuild something. And the old team doesn't have such a good time. <laughs> we learned that they're basically rebuilding an eternal mm. or a celestial, not a celestial. Eternal, mm-hmm. celestial. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That because last, hey, that now that the source wall is open, one of those last pieces they're going after is a big bone. Now that the source wall is yeah, open, is it a big bone? There are these celestials <laughs> hey, baby. that are around. Dun, dun, dun. T-E-E-N-T-I-T-A-N-S. Go figure. Number one. <laughs> um, This is a number one, so I'm going to take a little bit longer. But in this, yeah. the team starts... They're playing this game, this awesome, awesome game with minifigs. And they happen to be the minifigs, because of course they are. Um, And a new line of them gets put out, so they need them. And it looks like the ones from um The Night Begins to Shine. So it's great. If anybody hasn't seen that, I guess neither of you have. Because I know Brian hasn't, but also Alex still hasn't seen it. I haven't seen it. I think it's on Hulu. I I do have to say the the most um, the most impressed I've been with Teen Titans Go. The the movie that they're coming out with actually. I cannot wait. All right, does it? The entire series is that good. Mm. The entire they have the weirdest little like callbacks to shit that you would just kill to see I, I do, and in this in this number one question it, yeah go ahead space cabbie not even kidding i do have a question about teen titans go is it the same people that did um uh uh damn it Bl- butter blossom and buttercup uh uh power Girls? Girls? i don't think so i, I don't mean, think some so. of them may have worked okay. on but it's yeah not, i don't think it's, it's not, not the same craig team. McCracken. yeah okay or, okay was that craig mccracken like there's a lot of visuals from it that struck me as the same, and a lot of it's the a very similar animation style, style mm-hmm. struck me. As there the same is the new Powerpuff Girls cartoon. There is an episode. There's a crossover between Powerpuff Girls mm-hmm. and Teen Titans Go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can That's we do good. a panelology movie night and go see Teen Titans Go? Yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah. Wait, this weekend? The, it comes out the twenty seventh. Shit. That's... Maybe, maybe not. Oh, all right. Yeah. Mm. Do I need? We remind me to ask you if I need yep. to find a co-host for next week. All right. Oceans rise, Gideon falls. Number five, and that's how we say it. Um, <laughs> the sheriff and the priest get a rude awakening, and 
there's something they just can't explain. <laughs> you you thought the same thing I thought. You thought he was going to say the sheriff and the priest get a room. Yes. <laughs> no. I was like, this is the start of every joke ever. No. All right. Oh, the sheriff and the priest can't be friends. <laughs> nope. Yes. The sheriff is... It, never mind. Cool. Never mind. Anyway. Ice cream man number one, or number five. Gideon's not the only thing who falls. <laughs> no. Oh, my. Magic order number two, Brian. Damn, I like Cordelia, and <laughs> um, I love this story. Okay. Avengers number five. We see... Ghost Rider's strongest form. <laughs> yes! Ghost Rider on a tractor. No. So good. No, no, no. So good. Somewhere silently, Donnie Cates is cursing Jason Aaron for beating him. <laughs> I think him he might that. be weeping. With joy and maybe arousal. <laughs> I don't, look, I don't claim to know what Donnie Cates is into. Nope, but if not he's, either. No, come on. Maybe that was just me. No, it was not. Actually, as a matter of fact, that is one hundred percent off brand. I was, that's I, not even a joke. I was my 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 one liner was going to be: "We get the giant size Avengers this epi- uh, issue." Well, that's spoiling the joke <laughs> at the end of the issue, asshole. Cut. All right, let's finish this episode what? so we can stop messing things up. <laughs> uh, it it does make me think of the secretary we used to have at work who. Whose favorite song was She Thinks My Tractor is Sexy? Oh, God. <laughs> All right. The Immortal Hulk, number three, Brian. Um, the reporter interviews several people, and we get quite different stories from each of them. Infinity Countdown, number five. Who watches the Infinity Watch? Runaways, number 11. Gert gets a new hairdo. Aww. Star Wars, number 51. Leia is going to cut a bitch. You're going to say Leia gets a new hairdo. That's right. Gets a new haircut. Yeah, all the time. Thor, number three. Thor gets a new haircut. (laughs) X-Men Red, number six. I've got to run here at the end of these, huh? X-Men Red number six. Nobody cuts anybody, which is weird because there are a pair of Wolverines in it. <laughs> oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Not even with their with their sharp tongue? Perhaps with their rapier wit. Okay. Um, X-Men Red number six. Gabby continues to lobby for the name Cerebro. <laughs> <laughs> Long box book report. It's the long box book report. Thank God. Yay. Okay, so I got... We're at the end. I got the adaptation of the new Smash film, T2. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Um, And it is... Oh, boy. It is like a shot-for-shot adaptation of Terminator 2, Judgment Day. So if you're someone who's never seen any Terminator... Oh, Jesus Christ, Alex. Are you You fucking kidding me? You are so bad at movies. I am so bad at movies. Okay. This is about a naked future Arnold Schwarzenegger who takes people's clothes and yeah. insists that others come with him in order to live. Yeah. That no. Yeah, you got it. That's it. Um, you have watched this movie, and also nope. Liquid Metal T one thousand guy. There yeah. you go. 
That's it. That's is he quoting Mercury. Superman when he says Kamala Mercury Man, as I like to call him? <laughs> no. No, Alex. Why is future Arnold Schwarzenegger starting these orgies? <laughs> it's not. I no. Mean, I, no. Hey, hey wouldn't, so, you, wouldn't you? So he gets sent back in time by John Connor to find John Connor. And in the process, they have to break out Sarah Connor from the asylum that she's in. Because at the end of the first movie, she got busted. Busted. Yeah. Yeah. And there so what is... you're saying is in this one, Terminator busts out a nut. Yeah, actually. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen in this one. Oh. Um, it'll probably finish happening in the next one. Okay. Terminator there, busts a nut there out is, of the asylum. There is a fair amount in the first couple pages of good, good Arnold butt. So it's it's pretty great. I didn't hate that because, you know, good, good 80s Arnold butt is choice. The next thing choice. that comes out of the mouth is going to sound like a joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. The keynote speaker at my graduation who was... Nope, hold on. I need to concentrate on this one. Let's go. Who was bestowed with an honorary doctorate of law was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Are you fucking kidding me? How have you never told me this? How in our in our years and years of friendship, how has this never come up ever? Hold on, I'm a little mad. Because this is your reaction. Honestly, I thought I'd told you this before. I almost no. didn't say it now because I assumed it had come up before. Um Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> That's amazing. In his in his speech, he says I sent out people to poll the student body and see what they wanted to hear me say. 30% of you wanted useful advice for the future. 18% wanted such and such and so on. 40% just wanted their money back from Jingle All the Way. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, at least he knows. He knows. <laughs> can't, can't say he doesn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> so in case anyone has ever wondered... Arnold is technically Dr. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> technically. Of course yeah. he is. Wow. Awesome. He's Dr. Universe now. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like a lost verse to a They Might Be Giants song. Yeah, it does. Or, or... You never, no, Universe Man is a thing in there. Oh, shit. <gasps> I was going to say it sounded like a new Jeff Lemire character from uh, Black Hammer Universe, but... Anyway, so this book was Either that or, or Stephen's dad gets a uh, gets a doctorate. <laughs> I've not watched a lot of that. But, no, there's just going to be a future episode, and Stephen is a doctor. <laughs> I'd believe that no. before I'd believe his dad. <laughs> no, you're yeah. right. You're right. Um, so yeah, this was. I mean, Gregory Wright did the adaptation for this, and it was good. It was really good. It was it was pretty spot on. The narration wasn't super heavy. Um, and Klaus Janssen, good, good art, good, good art, but okay. You gotta, you gotta die. I don't know where it is. You're going to have to find something to flip. Oh, look, it's Brian. No, no, we're not doing that <laughs> shit again. Alex is moving this week. Nope. Alex, what's in favor of doing this God show of hands? All right. Who wants to do this shit? Happy birthday, Brian. <sighs> Alex, Who doesn't want to do this Alex. shit? My housewarming gift to you it's a long box book report. is that I will take the long box book report this week. Do you want me to actually flip a thing? Nope. Okay. I've got a lot of pain. I, I, I will, but you know, if I don't have to, that's fine, too. 
Do, uh, and you can't get T2 out of there now, so <laughs> it's underneath the table. I mean, let's be honest, Brian never would have pulled T2. Brian would have no. reached in, and it would have been this Batman is, number 52 This is magically somehow. the best book ever. It's right underneath the table. Right underneath the table. Right, right, yeah, right, right there. Right underneath. Okay. You mean the long box under the table? Well, I had it coming back from my bag. <laughs> let's see, and what does Ryan get? Oh, no, this is different. Oh, okay. Is it is it a Martha Washington? Should we have been talking about rocks all this time? It oh, is, uh, rocks. Rock Hounds and Relics, Trading Co., Lemon Street, Knackworth, Georgia. Nice. <laughs> <clears throat> this is uh, Frank Miller and Dave Gibbons. Give me liberty, an American dream. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Good stuff. Okay. We'll see. I have no idea what this is. I am completely cool with Brian having pulled this and me not, though. Cool, cool. All right. Cool. We'll hear about it next week. Well, shall we put this one out in the pasture? Oh, yes. please, let's do. Yeah. You know that sexy, hypersexualized pasture. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. I We'd knew like we could. Chase Parker into a voice. No, nope, we're not doing better than voices. Nope, I'm not doing that. I've nixed those. <laughs> We we have heard we have heard the people speak. We shall no longer do better yes. voices. Oh, not we... a single person has told me not to. Yes, I have. A single person has done that. Okay, me. the same person who wouldn't read from the book. Yeah, you know, I unless it had a glitter cover in that voice. Unless it had yes, a glitter cover. <laughs> unless it had a glitter cover, <laughs> then I'd be hard pressed not to. We would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. Much better, thank you. We're available on your preferred podcatching platform and if not get at us and we'll do our best to get there you can also listen to us on our website at mm-hmm. panelologypodcast.com where you can also submit questions or find out how to follow us on social media or well that's really about it yeah that's about right yep. yeah. you can read old clearing the backlog you can yeah it's all still you know what if you want, you can follow in Alex's footsteps and read a trade every day. <laughs> we'll talk about this offline, but a part of me has been thinking about bringing some form of that back. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> I miss it a little bit. Alex is crazy. I'm going to go commit him. Don't worry. That's fine. I'll just get uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger to come bust me out. <laughs> yeah. Alex, <laughs> Alex will get Arnold Schwarzenegger to come bust a nut. That's right. Have a- Again. Again. If you've enjoyed this, rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah. Five stars. If you've hated it, rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're fine either way. Just as long as it's five stars. That's right. Yeah. Uh, five stars really all that matters. As I win, tells you lose. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's Brian's birthday. Doesn't he deserve five stars? I think he does. Thanks, think guys. he does. I think, I think he deserves a solid fifty stars, forty nine, and one to grow on. Uh-huh. So ten nice. of you need to get on that. This Boom for Boom. Brian for me for Brian. And then we can bully him again next week. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we <laughs> can and will either way, but with impunity. <laughs> um, if you would like to support us in a financial manner. That's what Patreon.com slash Panelology is there for. Indeed. 
regardless of how you choose to support us, thank you. Even if you don't choose to support us, you're listening, so thank you. Thank you for that. Yep. Uh, anyone else got anything else? We should talk about Minds at Yerk. I mentioned that at the top of the show. You can listen to that at mindsatyerk.com or on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Podbean. Mm-hmm. And that's and Y-E-E-R-K, right? Y-E-E-R-K, Indeed. yes. Okay. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm still Brian. Gotta watch out for that purple kryptonite, soups. Soups. <laughs>